1: the snap again he backpedals. he steps up he fires he's got gainwell and Gamewell comes across the 30 but only to the 32 or 33 where Onyemata makes the stop after a nine-yard gain and the eagles go one two three and out and for the first time in a long time we hear that low hollow sound
3: yeah that's called booing and uh <laughs> that was yesterday at the link welcome back to sports radio 94 wip this is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. I know, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, wake up in here. Happy New Year, to everybody! Everybody's still half asleep from uh, the other weekend.
1: This uh, is the the first year I struggled to stay awake till midnight. Not gonna lie. Yeah, don't worry, it get, it only goes it only down, get, yeah, yeah, goes downhill from this I, point on. No sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I can, yeah, so the game wasn't probably worth being awake for either, but it was uh, it was hard to stay awake.
3: Man, tough game though. That voice you hear is my buddy and my co host of the Players Lounge, Elliot Shore Parks. He's in the house. We will have Eagles cornerback James Bradbury joining us in the next segment. But Elliot and I like to uh, sort of go over the game ourselves in that first segment. Elliot, I've been on for four hours today yeah. already talking about this game. Uh, not very many positive things to say uh, coming out of that game yesterday, other than. You know, I almost had to stand on uh, a soapbox for Jonathan Gannon again this week because, uh, I guess, giving up 13 points, giving up one touchdown, um, somehow the defense needed to find a way to win that game yesterday.
1: Yeah, I mean. Your thoughts. Th- th- well, just so if you want to begin with the defense, <laughs> the people that rip Jonathan Gannon at this point just sound foolish. They gave up 13 points, and the first drive was bad. I think they would all tell you that. Uh, Gannon would tell you that. A nine-minute mm. drive to start the game. It's not how you want to start the game. But the game is 60 minutes long. The game is four quarters. And they gave up no touchdowns after that opening drive. They gave up two field goals. They uh, forced a turnover at the end of the first half. I mean, the only reason they had a chance to win this game was because of the defense. Think about it this way. The Eagles' defense gave up 13 points. The Eagles' offense gave up seven points. Mm. So, the, the, the units that the, that's supposed to score, you know, almost almost did the same. And as, only scored 10. As the, and only scored 10, right. Yeah. So, the on a whole, though, uh, with the game, and mm-hmm. this is, in a lot of ways, my favorite segment of the week because I feel like I've had a chance to watch a game for a little bit. It's not an instant reaction, but we're also, also not five days out. Right. And, and I think coming off that, that game yesterday, my opinion would be it's okay to be nervous about this team. I, I understand that. But also... They played a, a bad game that I don't think has a lot of long-term implications. The defense played well, right? I think you feel good about the defense after yesterday's uh, performance. Mm-hmm. On the offensive side of the ball, let's call it like it is. Gardner didn't play well. He had a bad game. Nick Sirianni talked about it. Uh, I think Gardner himself, you know, basically said it after the game and would tell you that. He, he just didn't play well. The, the reason for hope is Jalen coming back. The yes. question is... Will Jalen be the same guy? Because what we've seen the last two weeks is this team really needs Jalen to be the same guy. There's a reason he was the MVP favorite before he got that shoulder injury. So Mm -hmm. when I look at the game yesterday, I thought Gardner wasn't very good in the pocket. I thought his decision-making was poor. Uh, I think his accuracy was not great. And those are things that Jalen is good at. He's great in the pocket. He covers up for his uh, assignments on the offensive line. He uh, His accuracy is way better this year. So if Jalen's the same guy, I think a lot of the issues you saw in the game yesterday are going to be fine. It's just a matter of how these guys that are injured are going to play when they come back.
3: Yeah, and my only thing with Jalen would be is, is he the same fearless player when he comes back?
1: A hundred percent, yeah.
3: Like, Or is he a little gunshot? Does he not want to run? Does he worry about getting hit, falling on the shoulder again? Is it 100% healthy? Or does he need more time off? And he's rushing back because
1: now the team sort of needs him to be out there a little bit. Does the coaching staff call the game the same way? Right. That's part of it, too. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we're seeing these last two weeks how much – he helps the running game. Yes, I know we, for sure. I know we knew that. Yeah. But when he's out, it really, it highlights really is. Him. Glaring, like you can yeah. listen to players. I mean, Miles told us this all last year, where we you know when when we did the players lounge. Mm-hmm. But when he's missing, you can really tell. That the getting that extra defender on uh, defense to look at Jalen is impacting things, and then obviously what he does in the RPO. You look at that third and one play yesterday with Gardner, where he holds on to it, mm-hmm. and he uh, you know obviously didn't get the first down, the fourth and one sneak that Gardner didn't get. So mm-hmm. the 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 running attack is is given so much help by having Jalen at quarterback.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's where they're they're, they're miss. That's that's what the offense is missing, um, his presence there because the offense from a running standpoint, the last two weeks has not been effective. They ran the ball 21 times with Miles last week and only got 60 yards. Right. So, so yeah. that lets you know that even when they committed to the run, it wasn't effective because I I, I don't think we're a very good run blocking team. Um, and that's evident to me that when Jalen is out and when you have to basically man up and block everybody without using the deception of a ride and, and, and dive sort of play with mm-hmm. the quarterback, We can't run the ball.
1: Yeah. I mean, we we should be able to still run the football effectively. Especially with Miles wearing a knee brace, which I think is something that's not talked about enough with the fact that he played a season low in snaps. I think that, to a certain extent, that's probably why they leaned away from him a a little bit. I mean, as far as the, the run, pass, play calling in the first quarter, or first half, I even think that's being a little overly criticized. The first play of the game, Gardner is sacked for a six-yard loss. You're immediately in the second and 16. Those, That's not a running down. Right. I and mean, if you want to be stubborn, you can do it, but it's not right. good to run it there. The second drive, they come out and run it all three plays. All three plays were a run. So he clearly came out after that first drive and said, okay, let me get to the run. The issue is they can't do it. They were unable to run the ball. And, look, not a lot on yesterday on offense was working. So – I thought that the play calling actually, um, that the execution was the problem, not the play calling. Yeah, I, I agree
3: with you, and a lot of people won't point out that they came out and ran the ball on the second series three straight times
1: right everyone that says they wanted to run it more tell me when like it's, it's easy to say just run it more but the reality is when siren is making these calls there's situations that he's in like they mm-hmm. threw it five straight times at the end of the first half because they got it with 34 seconds on the clock if they would have ran the ball there the booze at halftime would have oh, been even louder been because louder. that's basically throwing in the towel so yep. if you want to tell me on the third and fourth drive Maybe you, you you know you run there. Okay, I I won't dispute you on that. But also, Gardner did play well against Dallas. The best players on this offense are in the oh, passing the receivers game, right? And the I tight mean, you end, don't pay yes. you don't pay AJ Brown a hundred million dollars to watch him. You know, have him watch Boston Scott run the ball. Right. So I, I just think when the when the players struggle on offense, it makes the coaching look bad. And the coaches aren't blameless. But I thought that was the problem yesterday.
3: I agree. I I I said this earlier today, man. It it was about execution and Gardner his job is to get the ball out. And if, you're, if you don't have, if you're not picking up first downs, that limits the amount of plays you can run. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the game and it feels like your offense is shrinking and you're not having success, like, the, what do you think the coach is gonna do? He's, gonna, he's not gonna say, here, run the football. Right. That's almost like, like you said, that's giving up. So your best players are at the receiver position so you want to get them the ball, but your quarterback has to be playing well.
1: Yeah, and and I think and I thought th- he
3: held on to the ball because he was unsure of whether or not he could get the ball there in time.
1: Well, and we just talked about how much Jalen helps his team in the running game. You know, you talk about Gardner in the pocket. Watching Gardner for two weeks really makes you realize how calm Jalen is in the pocket, what a good job he does of getting the ball quickly when he has to, Mm -hmm. his arm strength. I mean, even the long 78 pass they had to A.J. yesterday, which, by the way, the only time they showed any life on offense was a passing play. play, (laughs) But but even that play alone, I mean, it was kind of underthrown a little bit. A.J. had to adjust to that, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think he has the arm strength that Jalen does. But in the pocket I think is where Gardner really looked most kind of – you know uh, frenetic might be the right word but he didn't have that calmness that uh that jalen did all
3: right so real quick you feel good about sunday
1: versus the giants here's what i would say the last two weeks i've thought all right they got this they got this i think they win the game but i i think at this point i'm getting close to i i I need to see it you know like we can only spend so many times being like oh no big deal they got it they got it they got it until all of a sudden it is a big deal and i think now it's a big deal i mean jalen i think will play but will he be rusty? Will the Giants be motivated to beat this team? Um, you know, we obviously I don't think Lane's going to play, so I think they win the game because I just don't think this team—it's—they're too talented to lose three straight games.
3: And the Giants aren't playing anybody. Come on, man, we're going to win this game Sunday. You—you you think the Giants aren't going to play anybody? But well, not I, for sixty minutes. They'd be maybe they'd, they'd be foolish if they
1: did. I agree, they'd be foolish, but they're the Giants. They do foolish <laughs> things. They let this guy go. We're about to talk to him for the next uh, forty minutes. Speaking so, of yeah.
3: We're going to take a quick break, get out of here, and we're going to get James Bradbury joining us on the other side uh, in the players lounge, get his thoughts on what was going on out there uh, on the field yesterday. So we're right here at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Come on down, man. We got sports plenty for everybody. The Sixers are taking on Zion tonight. We got the Rose Bowl going on tonight. What we else we got? We got, got the man? best
1: game of the year going on tonight, Bills-Bengals. <laughs> <the> <laughs>
3: Then we got the the Bills Bengals coming up at uh, 8 o'clock. So, yeah, we got that as well. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Eagles cornerback James Bradbury right here at Chickies and Peets. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Peets Players Lounge. We're at Chickies and Peets in South Philly. Ike Reese, Elliott Shore Parks, and happy to be joined by... Eagles cornerback should be a damn pro bowler, but we'll get into that too at some point. I I still can't believe that, uh, how this guy is not a pro bowler this year, but he has gone in the past, I believe, right? I did. I'm a one-time pro bowler. One-time pro bowler. Should should be be a two-time pro bowler. Still can't believe that. Eagles starting cornerback James Bradbury in the house, and I can call him JB because we're friends now. Yep. He told me I can call him JB. Yep. So. Uh, James tough game yesterday my brother tough tough game yesterday uh, let me ask you this because from the outside watching right I, I thought the game lacked a little bit of energy prior to the game and it, it just seems like you guys could never find that spark early to get you going did, 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 did you did you sense that or did you, did you guys as a players uh sort of sense that
4: you know, I kind of sensed that uh, throughout the game, you know, toward maybe toward like the end of the first quarter, the beginning of the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, but I guess you can contribute that to us, the defense, because we started the game off, you know. Um, and that first drive, you know, the we get a yeah, long drive. The long yeah. drive, you know, it was a long one. Uh, they held the ball for a long time and they kind of milked the clock. Um, so, of course, anytime they do that on the offense, uh, you're playing home, you know, it's going to kind of take away the energy from the crowd. Yeah. Um, and we depend on our, the energy from the crowd so much. And I feel like that's what kind of took it away a little bit at the beginning.
1: What, what do you think happened with that first drive in terms of that, just why were they able to sustain it like that?
4: That's a good question. Um, I haven't went over the film yet, but I think, like, from, from being on the field, you know, I thought like they had a good game plan going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, they, they really used number seven well. Um, we didn't really uh, – he doesn't go backwards too often when you no. tackle him. You know, he's, he's, a a, yeah, he's a big dude. He's a big dude, guy, yeah. so he goes forward uh, yeah. quite often. You know, they was getting good yards, putting themselves in good field position for uh, third and short third and medium um it's definitely hard to defend that um but it's the first drive too you know the first 15 20 plays is usually scripted it's usually something that kind of like gets the defense off of the uh kind of off you know what they're used to doing you mm-hmm. know their, their tendencies and whatnot uh so it's, it's very it's different variables
3: i felt i felt like it was a little bit like the washington game and you just mentioned it a little bit when they were getting three yards here five yards there and you get it to third and two, third and one, third and three. It really puts the defense in a difficult position as to what you can call sure. to stop them. And then when you bring out Taysom Hill, he's basically an extra. I mean, that's an extra guy you got to account for. And they do a good job with that, that Taysom Hill package they run with him. And I just felt like he was just getting three yards here, four yards there. And, man, they, kept, they just kept converting third downs on that first drive.
4: For sure. And I think um... – the second half we had a really good second half you know Mm -hmm. came out Mm -hmm. strong um and we really got them into negative yards on the first and second down which put them in bad position on third down so that's when that's when we kind of started turning around a little bit I feel like
1: yeah that's what I was going to ask you I mean the the first drive you said it nine minutes bad drive for the defense but but after that you guys dominated they didn't get in the end zone again you had that interception uh at the end of the first half the defense uh, had that interception um you know, you mentioned getting into more manageable third-down situations. The pass rush uh, ha- had an awesome game. But was there a moment after that first drive where you felt, okay, we- we're starting to figure out what they're doing here?
4: For sure. I mean, anytime I go into a game, I know that first drive, you know, to expect the uh, unexpected, you mm-hmm. know, because they don't tell them what, what they might do when they come out there because they're trying to get you off of their tendencies and what they usually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of just kind of go out there and play ball, uh, look at your, uh, your keys, and play fundamentally sound. Um, and of course, you don't want them to score, but they did. So after we got that person out of the way, you know, we
1: kind of hunkered down and kind of got back to what we do. I think one thing, uh, you know, a lot of times Gannon's talked about with uh, the defense, how they perform for better or worse. But you guys have a very veteran group. You and Darius, the the, the pass rush, um, you know, even the linebacker, Kaiser. During a game, how much talking is there between you guys on, okay, I- I'm seeing this, you know, and adjusting after that first drive. So I don't think it's a coincidence that a group that has so many veterans throughout a game is able to adjust and figure out what the offense is doing.
4: Yeah, that's every drive. You know, every time we come to the sideline, the coaches they, they grab the iPads. I even grab the iPad myself and I look at the plays. I look at the formations, uh, trying to try to try to see what they you know what they're doing today mm-hmm. um, on the on the given game day, and then we make adjustments based off of it. Uh, so that's that's after every drive for the most part.
3: Did you did you guys think? or I just ask. Um, what was it that? Andy Dalton was doing earlier. I think he completed his first 14 or first 15 yeah. passes. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like, and I heard BG say this on the uh, the show prior to us coming on, that Andy Dalton was getting the ball out of his hands uh, mm-hmm. pretty quick. Did, you, did, it, did it feel that way to you out there?
4: Yeah, it definitely felt that way. Uh, I mean, Andy Dalton, he's a, he's a veteran quarterback, uh, has some veteran sa- savviness to him, is very experienced, he's very smart. So he knows where to go with the ball, you know, given whatever coverage we show or if he sees whatever we're, we're in. Um, and I think that was the case for for that first for that first 13, 14 passes through.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. You guys haven't been behind at halftime a, a lot this year. What, what what was the locker room like when you guys went in? Um, I think it was 13-0, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously not a great situation to be in. What was it like in there, uh, knowing everything you guys had to play for?
4: I think based off our season and based off how we performed, you know, throughout the season, like, we were all confident that we could – we could get back in the game and then mm-hmm. we could actually win the game um it was just a matter of just going out there and doing it you know we had some penalties um kind of put us behind the sticks in certain situations of course we had some some mistakes that happened in um in costly times and right. like, times in the game uh, but for the most part we're always confident that we can compete and go out there and win a game just based off how we've been playing this year
3: like you said it, it seems like after new orleans that first drive you guys Seem to have settled down and got a good feel for what New Orleans was trying to do, because from I, I I mean they kicked a field goal, a couple field goals eventually, but then after that I don't know if in the second half they even made made it to the red zone like they didn't even get close no. to the and red. zone. They started zone. with
1: it at the fifty. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. So like I, I I thought from a defensive standpoint, New Orleans didn't have any more answers. Like it, it's already a team that doesn't score a lot of points anyway. So it, it almost was like they were playing not to lose the game. Like they were trying to wait and see if the Eagles could do something to get, to kind of get back in the game. And then we got the big play from um, from AJ Brown. What, what what was the sideline like when when the offense finally did get 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 a big play going?
4: Uh, we knew we had to go out there and make another stop. Right. You know, to get to the ball back. Um, of course, we was excited when AJ made that play, went down there and scored. Um, And it was like, hey, all we got to do is go make another stop get them the ball back. You know, they're going to score. There's too much firepower over there for us not to score.
1: I I think one of the impressive things about the defense uh, yesterday is you guys have had a lot of turnover in the secondary recently. Obviously, Avante's injured. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson hasn't been able to play in a while. Um, And then even Reed missed some times after he started playing snaps for you. For those, which is mostly everybody besides you and Ike, that have never played in the NFL, how hard is it when you have those positional changes, especially in a unit where, uh, you know, chemistry is such a big part of it? I think it's
4: just based upon the group. Of course, it's tough. You know, it's tough playing in the NFL in general. Yeah. Uh, of course, then when you have guys rotating in based off injuries and whatnot, um, it makes it even harder. Uh, but that's why you got to kind of. You gotta expect the guys that's behind the starters to pay attention and to be on, like to be on their craft and whatnot. Because at mm-hmm. any given time, your name could be called. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like our coaches do a good job of always coaching up everyone in the room and also the guys on the back end. Like jo- Josiah Scott made a-, a great play for us yeah. yesterday. You know those guys are always ready when their name is called.
3: I was gonna say the young guys they do a good job of. Because um, you know how it is with some young guys, you can, you can either get a young guy who thinks he knows it all, right? He, you get one of those type of guys, or you get the young guy. That is looking to uh, soak up and sponge as much knowledge as they can from the veteran guys. It seems like we have good young players on this team.
4: For sure, And I think um, the main young guy you I'll probably point out would be Reed Blankenship. Okay, you know the yep. way, way mm-hmm. how he was able to come in that Green Bay game and then off rip he made a, a great play, he made a pick. <laughs> yep, you jumped know? in
1: Aaron Rodgers' throw. Not easy to yeah. do yeah. for
4: sure. He picked up Aaron Rodgers. Um, so that's a guy that's since training camp. You know, he's always been looking to learn. Uh, he really doesn't talk a whole lot he just
1: sits back and listens
3: that's another thing when you're a young player i i was loud
1: as a young player so i <laughs> and to no surprise he now uh now is in radio yeah I,
3: well i remember irv man irv and fryer used to get on me man because you know like in the back of the plane is where the vets would be at in the back back sure. of the plane so you're not even supposed to be sitting back there if you're a young player but i was one of the guys used to always go back there and i was loud and Irv used to like to sleep. he get the last seat on the plane, yeah. you know, so he could be the first one out the back door there. And I'm back there loud one day, and he's like, Ike. And we done lost two. We had just got beat by somebody. It's like, man, if you don't take your butt up to the front of the plane with all that noise, I felt like he was my dad. Right? I felt like he was my dad, man. So you don't want to be one of those young guys that's always talking. Yeah. You want to be a young guy that sits back and doesn't say a whole.
1: What, what have you seen? Although it uh, worked
3: out for me, but still.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, look, look at this guy. He's a radio legend now. Um, obviously, Reed is coming and play well. But Josiah, Josiah I think, is an interesting player in the way that uh, he's made some big plays for you guys this year. I think he has two interceptions, if mm-hmm. not three. I mean, he mm-hmm. had the interception yesterday. Um, just what have you seen from him? I mean, he's a guy that got a Penn State play. There we go. We speaking, are. Speaking of interceptions, Man, it looks like. There right? we go. Yeah. It's all right. Temple made at the end of the day. So, but, <laughs> I'm know. a fake knitting. Yeah, I was, was going to say, he's a Michigan State fan over here. It's the
3: uh, Big Ten, though. I'm rolling with the Big Ten, yeah, man. He's imagine. always been a Penn State guy. <laughs> well,
1: well known. Um, jo- Josiah, though, what what have you seen from him uh, that's so a Spartan, far? There's a Spartan for you, Josiah. So, yeah, there you go. Michigan State I right made a play yesterday. There you go. <laughs> What's his development been
0: like?
4: You know, Josiah, since training camp, I've always uh, – paid attention to him, mm-hmm. you know, of course, Vante was, like, the starter on yeah. sheet of paper, but I know Josiah, he was, he's always showed talent, you know, and athleticism, and being, he, like, he's really, really smart, and I've always noticed that about him, and he doesn't really say a whole lot either, you know, he just sits back and listens. Um,
0: smart. So that's, I mean, that's pretty yeah. much what I
4: I've saw from him, you know, throughout the year, uh, whatever the coach asks of him, he tries to come in there and do to the best of his ability, you know, it's already hard to come in, like, off the bench yeah. right um and not like getting a whole lot of just i'm in there every play so i yeah, can kind of so, warm up get yeah. used to the game but when you just thrown in there it's very very difficult so i've always respected that about him you know he's able to come in and make plays just coming off the off the sideline
1: what, what was the uh yeah, we talked about halftime but obviously you guys didn't end up winning the game what was the mood like afterwards i know from being in there just talking to different players it seems like you guys were very aware of the fact, at least on the offensive side of the ball, I should say, that mistakes were made and they're correctable. But curious, what, what Nick's message was to you guys, and even just talking to different players, obviously, w- w- what's the sense you get from a- after that loss?
4: Well, like you said, we got a we got a real veteran group, um, and we all know that you know we, we kind of we messed it up, you know, that was the whole feeling. You know, walking in a, into the locker room, it was like, man, we really dropped the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we understand how important this next game is, and that's really the mindset is move on to the next game because you can't do anything about the past. You, know, you just got to go correct, correct your mistakes, and uh, we got to harp in and harp on this, like, get in this week and make sure we practice hard, and so that way when we go out there Sunday, we'll go out there and put good tape out there.
3: You feel like team morale is still, still high, everybody. I know Brandon was saying that uh, in the Brandon Graham show. He was talking about that, like, yeah, you know, it certainly hurt immediately fall on the game but he felt like a lot of people were at the building today that's always a good sign man after a tough game how many people are coming in early whether it's to get treatment whether it's get a workout in watch some film on their own and he said he felt like half the team was there at like eight o'clock this morning mm. and then you guys didn't have to be in
4: oh for sure uh, well i wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, sorry, I mean, you guys won't
1: give up 13 points. You can, yeah. <laughs> the offense was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the offense was there at 6 a.m. Probably, yeah.
4: For sure. I mean, like I take the day afterwards, like Monday, and I kind of think about like the mistakes that I made, really. Yeah. Um, and I think about like how can I, how can I be better? Because I mean, my game is I'm always like looking to try to create a turnover, mm-hmm. you know, and, and of course, always be in the right spot, at the right time, and do my job, you know, and that's not, not giving up like a, a deep pass or like giving up any touchdown. So like I, I correct my, I try to correct my mistakes and go forward and think about like how I can do better
1: how did how did you think you played yesterday
4: I had one play that I messed up on yeah that's that's the tough part Uh, about being
1: a corner too I mean obviously you can speak to it but you play 60 snaps and there's (laughs) one play play, and everyone's like oh well you know Bradbury didn't have a good game but like what do you think looking at the totality and then that play in general I guess you know maybe what would you have done different.
4: Um, see on that play, I, I probably would have played a more outside leverage. Um, that guy that I was I was up against, he was a, a deep threat. He was a fast guy. Yeah, um, Shahid, I believe. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So if I could go back and do it over, I would go up there and press him and then play more outside leverage because I know like what's his what's his strengths and his weaknesses. You know, he's a smaller guy, but he's really really fast. Yeah. Um, and I know he wants to get outside and run like deeper routes. So I would have played I would played it a lot more differently. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back, finish up with uh, J.B., James Bradbury, Eagles cornerback in here. Some good stuff there, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Got Penn State winning. Yeah, yeah, we got Penn State. Everybody here is a Nittany Lion fan today, right? Yeah. Some of them are.
1: Yeah, we are. (laughs) There it is. Mr. Nittany, Ike (laughs) Reese over here.
3: Elliott Shore Parks, Ike Reese. We'll be back here on 94 WIP.
0: Now, get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562 314 4603 for details.
3: Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Peas Claire's Lounge. We're at Chickies and Peace in South Philly. Come on down, man. Happy New Year to everybody. The hell, uh, JB, how was your New Year's Eve?
4: Oh, it was great. Quiet, yeah. I hope. Yeah, right? I, I, quiet. Spent, I spent the night in the hotel.
3: Oh, you stayed oh, in the yeah. hotel? Yeah.
4: Okay. Hold on, we played on the second, right?
3: So no, you okay. You're right. played on the first. The we played on the first. So, yeah, so 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 the, so the
4: night before, I was, in, I was in bed in the hotel.
3: Yeah. Did you
4: so yeah, you, you
1: completely you, you missed the whole New Year's Eve. You didn't see anything.
4: I had a game to get ready for. Do
1: you get a chance to watch those college games, though?
4: Honestly, I don't really watch a whole lot of college football. You know, my school doesn't—they don't really give us a lot of whole, a yeah. whole lot of TV time. So, oh, what,
3: what, what trust you
1: me, I went to, to Temple. I very much understand. What'd I went you, Sanford
4: University.
3: Oh man, yeah. that's right. I think he did tell me that the last time. Yeah. What bowl game they playing?
4: Uh, no, we don't have any bowl games.
1: This dude's a Michigan State fan rooting for Penn State <laughs> <laughs> over here, and he's trying to clown us. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I didn't say
3: anything. We didn't even make a bowl game this year. I think we won four games.
1: So, yeah. Mm. yeah, we weren't very good.
3: That's a doozy. <laughs> that's why he's yelling, go uh, Penn yeah, State over We are, yeah. And FanDuel. Yeah, FanDuel. <laughs> FanDuel reasons. Um, so, yeah, you, uh, I was going to do the same thing that Elliot did, was ask you about the college games Saturday. You don't, you don't watch much college football.
4: No, not really. Who played?
3: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, here we go. Michigan and uh, TCU. TCU beat Michigan, and then the Georgia um, Ohio State game was a pretty good one.
4: Oh yeah, I saw a little about that.
3: Georgia Georgia pulled that one out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure all the board. I'm sure Nickobe and and Jordan Davis was pretty happy.
1: Yeah, 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 Uh, Sunday morning.
3: Yeah. See, Elliot, when, you, when, you're, when you're your first year, you're still all college up.
1: Uh, well, dude, Nakobe <laughs> had on all red, I think, after the game yesterday in the locker room. I tried to get up to him, but he, he got out
3: of there. Uh, he had his Georgia red on yesterday. Yeah, he, I'm sure he was very proud, yeah, for oh, sure. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Um, JB, so listen, two weeks ago, after that Bears game, we were sitting sort of pretty, mm-hmm. right? Then we find out Jalen has a sprained shoulder, and he can't play in the Dallas game, and we still felt kind of confident going into that Cowboys game that you guys would win. It didn't, it didn't work out that way, although you guys did play a great game down there. Um, and then I just knew yesterday's game was a for-sure win, and I may have been overconfident. Yeah, so, he, he was yelling before the game. It was- <laughs> right. So now we're down to a game I didn't think you all were going to have to really play in, and it's a— it's not a must-win game for you to get in the playoffs, but it's a must-win game sure. to get the bye week in the number one seed. I'm just wondering from a player's perspective, is that something you guys talk about, even if it's just you with your, your guys in a small group, or does Nick address the team and say anything of, about that sort of thing?
4: I mean, I think we're all pretty aware of the situation that we're in. Yeah. You know, of course, coaches talked about it. You know, players have talked about it. You know, even I've talked about it. Um, and we all kind of know we got to go in this, going to this game, and it's a must-win for us. You know, we want that buy, and we want to have a home field advantage.
1: I'm curious because you know, from the outside looking in, obviously you two, and I'll throw this to you as well. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the media. I never played in, in, in the NFL, obviously, so I think it's easy for me to get on the roller coaster that fans do sometimes. Of oh my god, you guys have lost two straight games. The season's collapsing. You, you know, all those things. I was curious to both of you, and then you, you first, James. How long into the league did it take you to maybe get used to just the, the emotions of a season and maybe not overreact or, or underreact or whatever, but, but be steady in these big moments when things aren't going great?
4: Hmm. Well, I've only, I've only been to the playoffs once. And that was my second year. Mm-hmm. Every other season has been a losing season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always kind of had to control my emotions because uh, at the end of the day, you know, um, individually we're paid mercenaries You know, at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Um, so you got to go out there and perform. Um, so that's kind of my whole goal. Even though we're like we're losing or like things around me might not be going well, I got to make sure I control what's in my circle and you know dominate my one-on-one matchup.
1: Was it hard to get to that point?
4: No, it wasn't really hard to get to that point because I was kind of the same way in college because we okay. didn't we didn't win a whole lot in college <laughs> either. So my whole mindset was I gotta do my best and put my Put our team in the best position I can, and mm-hmm. that's the only way I can do that. Is I play my best, and if I play my best, that's all. That's all I can do. That's all I can ask for.
3: So I'm wondering how. So how has this season been for you? I, mean, I know you don't get a lot of time to reflect because you're in the moment, and you want to sort of stay in the moment. But when you do get those those free moments to yourself or what have you, you know, you chose to come here on a one year deal, not knowing what it could it, it could turn into from a team perspective. We had no idea you all could come together as well as you have this year. And so quickly. And so quickly and be the team that you are. Um, Do you ever sit back and think, you know, that moment when the Giants sort of, you guys parted ways and the decision you made to come here, you ever sit back and think, man, because it just came to me when you said, You've only been to the playoffs once. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, damn, this season has to be pretty special to you here. It.
4: Man, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been real fun. I know uh, I think me and Slay talk about it all the time. Um, yeah. It, and some other things. out in Detroit, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I haven't been in a situation like this before. I really haven't been a part of a team, you know, like as special as a team that we have right now. So the season's been fun for me. You know, we've been making plays. Uh, I've been playing well. Of course, we're going through, like, a little struggle right now. Uh, but I don't really know a football. I don't really know life in general. Like to, you know to go the way you, it's not going to go the way you want to. You know you're going to have some adversity at some point. Uh, so we're just going through some adversity. You know and you just got to fight out, fight your way out of
1: it. You know uh, you are on the one year deal. You talk about how special this season has been. Now that you've been here for a few months and you know a portion of the off season, is Philadelphia a place you you feel you would be comfortable to spend the next few years of your career if that if that's where it, it plays out?
4: Uh, for sure. Yeah. You know I feel like the uh, we got a special team here, uh, special personnel. Uh, I love going in the cab to eat every day. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I love the training room staff that we have. Um, I love the teammates that I have. Of course, that can change um, each and every year. Um, and, of course, the fan base in the city, yeah. you know, they show, they show the team, they show the guys around here a lot of love. Um, and I've loved every moment that I've had this, here
3: thus far. Yeah, I, I listen, and, and this is, will always be a defensive sort of minded city oh, when, it, when sure. it comes to the football team. They they're gonna love their defense. All you gotta do is turn on this station once and during the day. You you hear us
1: yelling about blitzing. I was gonna say blitz every play, and you'll uh, you'll have a statue outside of the Lincoln about yeah. you know, so a week. Yeah, that,
3: that certainly does happen. But no, man, it's been it's been um, a tremendous surprise. Oh, there we go
1: again. We are we
3: are, What's Penn score, State. Man? We are, baby. There we go. Woo. Woo. My team didn't make it, but I'm rooting yeah, for his yeah. team.
0: There
1: you go. It's a good we example. Of a <laughs> it. There
3: they go. There they
1: go. It's a good example of what gambling does Yeah. right there. Yeah. I think it's fraud in here right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah.
3: Oh, wow, oh no, that's crazy, away.
1: though. Hey, man, they actually are throwing the ball. How about that? It's yeah. a totally new in pitch. In college, 18. too, yeah. <laughs>
3: Well the quarterback has been there for eight eight years. Well I'm
1: saying in general they can't <laughs> throw it in college. Unless you're CJ Stroud. He was pretty right. nice. Oh yeah,
4: he was down with the mud.
1: Yeah, Man. he was. So
3: I, I, I was saying, um, you guys, it's been a special year. You got a special unit, you and Slay, great tandem. Um you not making the Pro Bowl is, is a is a travesty between yourself, Javon, Hargrave, that's that's unbelievable as well. Um just your thoughts on that. I know it's 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 not about individual goals or awards, but we're competitors, right? And so sure. you know you put a lot of hard work in, man, and you want to you want to be rewarded for that. And sometimes this is a nice little reward that goes mm-hmm. on your resume. That, 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 that there's proof that you put your hard work in.
4: For sure. I mean, I definitely wanted to make it. Uh, I mean, going into the season, it wasn't like a goal of mine. But as the season was going on, and of course, I was like we were playing so well. I was playing uh-huh. so well individually. I was like, yeah, maybe me yeah, and Slay could make it. That'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool to have a, a duo in the Pro Bowl. Um, and then as it got closer, I kind of talked myself out of it. I was like, yeah, you know what? They're not going to take two players from the same team at the same position.
1: Or like 17 players from the Eagles. Yeah, so it was <laughs> like. like what, That's ten- the other thing Yeah, that I mean, works like, what yeah. is it? 11 players made it, right? And then yeah. I think six or seven alternates too, so. Yeah.
4: So yeah, I'm I'm am an alternate. You know, we had several alternates on the team. So um, I kind of talked myself out of it. So when the, when the uh, results came out, you know, yeah. I wasn't too let down. Uh, but of course, I, I did want to make it. I definitely did. Yeah, but
3: you guys would be in the Super Bowl, so you wouldn't. Yeah.
4: Not even worry about it. Yeah, yeah. It we're not even gonna be there.
1: But I also you, think being an alternate is kind of making it. If we're being real here, I mean, you yeah. know. I'm just saying. I mean, I I, I know what that feeling they, is. They, they I, do bench. I was a two-time alternate. I mean, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was a two-time alternate. I don't ever tell anybody that except for the fact <laughs> I feel like I got robbed Yo. of making yeah. the Pro Bowl. But, yeah, I, I made one. I mean, there's how many corners like in being, the
1: league. What, like over 100 corners sure, in the it's league? it's hard. Right? Man, so yeah. it's, it's not like, you know. It's hard. It's, it's seven-string Pro Bowl. It's
3: hard at that position because you got Jair Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other corner I'm thinking about in the NFC?
4: Uh, we got Trayvon Diggs. Uh, uh, Trayvon, yeah, Diggs. Yeah, Ramsey. And
3: yeah. Ramsey's had a bad year this year.
1: Yeah. Did he it's make it? a corner. I don't think he made, he made it. Okay. I thought he, he might be. It. He just gets in no matter No, what, I think
3: Diggs. I think Diggs got in, right?
1: Diggs get yeah. in. I yeah. think
3: Diggs got and in. And he gets cooked all the time. Alexander. And you don't, get, you don't even get the ball thrown your way very often.
1: That's another thing. Yeah. That's,
4: that's why I needed to make that play uh, against the Saints. You know, it made me feel a lot better.
1: <laughs> do you do you use this as motivation though? I mean, for the final, I guess you know stretch run. You guys going to be playing in front of a lot of people in the playoffs. A lot of people yeah. are going to get a chance to see your games. Is this? Do you use it as a, as a motivation moving forward?
4: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, me not making it, you know, kind of. I'm not going to say it puts a, push, a chip, on my, chip on my shoulder, but it's like, man, I didn't do enough, so now I got to do more. Right. Sure. So yeah. it, it definitely yeah. motivates me.
3: Now, you get to go up against your old team one year up there, right? You were up there for one I was, year? No, I was up there two years. Two years. Okay, two years. Um, still got some former teammates up there, right? For
1: sure. Good guys up there. Um, Did they tell you if they're going to play the starters? <laughs> yeah. Te- text them this week, be like, yeah. hey, just quick question, man. <laughs> y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all playing this week or yeah. not? I'm going to hit
4: them up later in the week. <laughs> exactly,
3: yeah. You do, do you, so you do have still have uh, buddies up there you keep in contact with?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, um, Xavier McKinney, Julian okay. Love, Leonard Williams, uh Darius Sladen, uh, yeah. Dexter Lawrence, you know, pretty much everyone that was there that was there last year, you know, I pretty yeah. much kinda keep in contact with for the most part.
3: Man, surprised they they the the year they're having.
4: Oh ah, yeah, Dayball, he's yeah, doing ah, he's yeah. doing a
3: hell of a job coaching yeah. up there.
4: Yeah, and I um I just hate like the uh, the slack DJ uh, Daniel Jones gets. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm I'm glad he's performing well. Of course, I don't want him to perform well this Sunday, but uh, I'm glad that he's performing well up until this point. You know, because I've always felt like he was a great quarterback. You know, it's just it's just all about the time and the opportunity and the people are, like the supporting cast. Yeah.
3: So let me ask you and about the head him. Head coach. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now you got a good <laughs> head coach up yeah, there, yeah. at day Ball. I, yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Joe Judge. Was yeah. that who, who drafted yeah. um, Daniel Jones? Who
4: dra- I don't know. who It was drafted. Uh, it was
3: Gettleman.
1: Oh yeah, I, it I mean, good. was was
3: Judge the coach though? No,
1: it was. Uh, I think they had Shermer, and they had. Uh, was, was it? Uh, it was
3: McAdoo, yeah. I think. I yeah, think Gettleman, it Gettleman. drafted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was McAdoo. Um, but yeah, talk to me about a little bit about Daniel Jones because he's a guy who who gets a lot of criticism, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's a, a tremendous athlete, a very For underrated sure. athlete. He's got a bit but, of arm, too. yeah. But yeah, I was gonna say he likes he can throw the ball a little bit. For sure.
4: I mean. Um... I've always said he threw a pretty ball. You know, every time I watched him in practice, I was like, man, he threw a, a great deep ball, mm-hmm. you know, because it always looked pretty coming out of his hand and then, like, going downfield. Um, and he's really, really smart. You know, he went to Duke.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, me and him used to talk about, like, investments every now and then off the field. Okay. And whatnot. <laughs> um, and he's he's really athletic. I didn't realize he was a, bat, he, like, he was a hooper. He can okay. hoop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he can also run with the ball. He can make plays with his legs. Um, so anytime you can throw the ball in, you can run. That pushes the defense on the heels.
3: You, you feel like you feel like he – um, this is just his- –
1: fourth year, I believe, right? They yeah. didn't pick up his fifth year. Right, so yeah, yet. this is his
3: fourth year. You feel like he has a chance to to be to be um, a franchise quarterback. Because now it sounds like the Giants are going to...
1: Well, he's going to be a free agent, unless they, they franchise him. Yeah, for yeah. But now it sounds
3: like they may sign him. For
4: sure. And for sure. I mean, even when I was up there, it was always like injuries would always happen, like to our receivers, mm-hmm. to, our, to like Saquon would get injured. Something would happen to like a, a key member on our offense, and yeah. they would kind of like... It would kind of hold Daniel back a little bit, I felt like. Um, and even, I mean, they had injuries this year too. But uh, I know Saquon has played really, really well. Yeah, and that yeah. offensive line has played well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause shout out to Nick Gates. I know Nick Gates went down with a leg injury uh, last and year. Yeah, he came back. Yeah. He came back, and he's been playing well for him. And, of course, uh, Andrew Thomas has been playing yeah, well for him.
3: Ran like that first-round pick.
4: Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, they, they, got a, they got a great um, – front five right now you know i don't think he always had that in the past you know it was always inc- inconsistent when i was up there with him you
3: it's you've, still crazy with their receivers like i i richie james is that the only guy that i know it's slayton <laughs> slayton. Well, slayton yeah him and slayton are the only two guys that i even know about yeah the receivers. They, they
1: have had injuries there for sure yeah. at that position um with Saquon, you mentioned obviously, clearly how talented he is. I'm sure the Penn State people here, <laughs> <laughs> specifically, would, would would agree with that. But both practicing against him and playing now against him, you know, right. uh, just what is it about him? I guess that makes it such a challenge for a defender.
4: Yeah, he's one of a kind, man. Um, his size, strength, and his speed and quickness yeah. for his size—it's like 230, 225, or whatever. Um, but I remember one time, two
3: hundred of that is in his thighs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: I was coming down like on a crack, of place to like squeeze off the hip. This was in practice.
1: This was in, practice in practice.
4: Okay. He was, he was. He, I'm chasing the hole. He's going towards the hole. I get too deep in there. He side, he, like side, like the little fight swipe um. with the juke. He juke like five yards like, outside of my <laughs> line, and just kept on running. And like it, it happened so quick, like I couldn't really react. And yeah. that, that's what kind of like. And I also played in my second year in the league too. And i just remember watching him come my way on a sweep and he like juked spin jumped over somebody and just cut across the other side of the field and i was like man this dude's special yeah yeah he's uh, back he's back to that saquon yes yeah. Yeah, so, i mean <laughs> he can do everything and he can also catch the ball off the backfield too yep. so yeah he's a, a unique talent for sure
1: what what are the uh the challenges of playing a team a second time because obviously the first time you guys played you know went went, went pretty well mm-hmm. i would say um what, what are some of the challenges uh, th- this week, having now played them twice?
4: I think they they know, they know some of your tendencies, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you play somebody a second time or you play somebody later in the year, you know, they're able to get a lot of film on you and kind of know your tendencies and know your strengths and weaknesses. Um, so you just got to make sure you kind of got a game plan and kind of change things up from time to time.
3: Do you guys, you, you have to kind of guard against, because the Giants may or may not play their guys. Who knows how long they're going to play their guys. You have to sort of guard against mentally Having a letdown, just focusing on what you all have to do.
4: Mm-hmm. I think um, you know that was kind of like the the um, the response after the game that Coach Coach Sirianni gave us. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who sho- who shows up on Sunday. We need to be prepared to go out there and dominate. You know, whether the starters play or not. Right. And I think that's going to be kind of the message throughout the whole week because, of course, it's up in the air like who's going to go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have we got to understand no matter who shows up, we need to be ready to play.
1: Yep. What are uh, is is it hard not to look ahead? We've talked about this a little bit, but you said you you know you were in the playoffs once in your career. You guys are going to the playoffs. I still believe is the one seed, and you'll be playing at home. But the playoffs are coming regardless. How excited are you for that moment? And is it hard not to look ahead to, to that with this you know ahead of this game?
4: I would say it's definitely hard not to look forward, even though you know they coach us not to do that. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely hard not it's, it's hard not to look forward because I mean. That's excited what, that's what you, yeah. It's that yeah, time it's of the year, man. Yeah. You know, it's exciting. Yeah. I've only been to the playoffs once, so I'm excited to go go for a second time and, um, and actually make some noise. Uh, but that's kind of like the, ve- you, the veteran group got to come in. You know, you got to also have the mental stability to go in there and make sure you just focus in on this one week. Yeah. And that's how I try. I ain't going to say I live my life like that, but like during the football season, that's how I live my life one week at a time.
1: I got to get better at that. I already, <laughs> already p- yep. I already picked my suit out for Arizona. <laughs> so, you know, I can wear it somewhere else if you guys don't make it. But, but, but I'm confident.
3: Well, listen, brother, good luck uh, next week. Like Elliot said, we both believe you guys are going to win Sunday. Get that number one seed, get that bye week, and uh, have a great run in the playoffs, man. Elliot Short Parks, James Bradbury, everybody. Gotta get him in here. Thank you. This is what we call a fast out, JB. Gotta get out of here. Monday Night Football is up next. Stay tuned.